The following podcast contains explicit language. You're listening to the Cinematography Podcast presented by Hot Rod Cameras, a program about the art, craft and philosophy of the moving image and the people who make it happen. Coming to you from the world headquarters of Hot Rod Cameras in Hollywood, California, are your hosts, Ben Rock and Ilya Friedman. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ilya. How's it going? It's going. It's bonus episode time. Yay. I love bonus episodes. They're a lot of fun. We're doing a bonus episode today on the new HBO series, Natalie Wood, What Remains Behind. We have a fantastic interview with Natasha Gregson-Wagner, who is the producer, and also Laurent Bouzereau, who is the director-producer. It is a fantastic look at uh, Natalie Wood's life and career, and what is pretty amazing about this whole thing is that Natalie Wood, of course, being such a famous, famous actress and uh, movie star... It's like the best home movie that you've ever seen, because it's like it's got all of the home movies, all of like her life's stuff kind of thrown into it. So it's going to be premiering on HBO by the time this goes live. So if you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, you can go to HBO and you can watch the Natalie Wood What Remains Behind. And uh, yeah, it's really, really entertaining. I think I think that you would enjoy it. I will definitely check it out. That sounds awesome. And without further ado, here is the interview. The Cinematography Podcast Interview. I'm sitting down here with Laurent and Natasha, the producer-director and producer of the documentary Natalie Wood, What Remains Behind. Thank you so much for being on the Cinematography Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So this is a really remarkable project, and you have an incredible archive of material to pull from. I know that you didn't use everything. I can only imagine though, how, how much you would have had, had to work with. Can you talk a little bit just about the, the sheer volume of archive uh, material that you then, of course, augmented with, with interviews uh, today, uh, but uh, the photos and videos and recordings and stuff? W- what was the process like of putting this all together? Well, you know, the process is actually the exact opposite of what you said. It's uh, you come from the story. What is the story you're telling? What is the track you want to follow? And then you feed into that with the material. It was important, though, uh, to your point, you know, for me to know what existed, what was out there. I use it as a great source of, of immersing myself in the Natalie Wood world and family. But... The story was guided really by the story that Natasha and I discussed we wanted to tell. And it was a great comfort to know that there was this this treasure trove of, of material to draw from. But really, you know, we were telling a story not unlike a narrative film, except this was real life. Natasha, what what was it like for you getting uh, getting into all of this and then going through this this material and figuring out maybe what's the part of the story that you really wanted to that you really wanted to be on the screen? Well, for me, I just wanted to tell the true story of my mom's life and have her life not be overshadowed by the night that she died. Because I have grown up with so much of the material, the photographs, the movies, I needed an objective voice, which was Laurent's, you know, to look through it. Laurent and I both knew that we wanted to sort of tell the story through my eyes. And it's clear that this story is the story of a family and what happens to a family when incredible loss, you know, 
explodes into your life. But mostly, I just wanted my mother's, her radiance, her zest for life, her heart, her dedication to her craft, her great humanity on screen for everybody that didn't know who she was to know who she is and for people that do know who she is to rediscover her and see what a truly multifaceted person she was. Laurent, you say that uh, you have a story that you want to tell and you find the pieces to, to fit inside of this. And Natasha wants this to be a, a comprehensive story that tells a lot about all the wonderful things about Natalie and uh, that makes sure that she's not just overshadowed by, by her death. Uh, with all this information, with all of this stuff that you've got to get through to combine into, uh, you know, you're encapsulating a life and you're essentially in some ways creating, uh, I think, perhaps the most definitive work ever about Natalie Wood. How do you balance all of these these different uh, requirements? How, how does that come together? You know, it's a great question because it was a challenge. I, I knew that I wanted to have a point of view, and the point of view was Natasha. And I also knew that I didn't want to tell the story chronologically. I didn't want to go through the filmography and say, oh, and then she did Splendor in the Grass, boom, 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 stories about Splendor in the Grass, and then West Side Story stories about West Side Story. What I was really, as I immersed myself in her world, you know, and watched those movies again, I discovered that those movies had a lot of information about Natalie Wood. And I thought the themes reflected in those films, the fact that she chose those movies, even the ones that are not as memorable, you know, like Inside Desi Clover, which I love, but is not, you know, one of her most recognizable titles. There's so much about who she was, what she went through as an actress fighting the studio system, you know, that those movies really were telling the story, was drawing a portrait of of her own interest, of her own struggles. And so that became sort of the through line, very thematic. I had the point of view of Natasha and her own memories, but also in talking about the careers, it was more thematic as opposed to film by film. And those themes led me inevitably to her life and to the big benchmarks that marked that too short-lived life, but fully lived life. Natasha, when you watch this movie now, how does it make you feel? I mean, is, I know this has got to be all of this that you're going through, the whole process of doing this, the, the com, coming to Sundance, promoting it, uh, you know, the, the whole HBO project, it's got to be very emotional. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're living in this space. Uh, I know it's been a long time, but how does it feel inside to now have this done and now essentially be on the the other side <laughs> of the process. Tell me about that. Well, last night for the world premiere screening here in Sundance, that was an incredibly emotional experience for me. It was the first time I had seen the film with an audience. And I am proud of my mom and I'm proud of the woman that she was. And I am grateful to Laurent and HBO and Sundance that we were, and everybody that worked on it, that we were able to make this film. And when I look at it and I see home movies from my childhood, I see my dads and my sisters and Mark Crowley and Delphine Mann, you know, the closest family member, friends that are family. I, I just, I can't believe that's my life up there, you know, but it's been a journey for me to overcome the deep feelings of grief that I've had. But now I'm in a place of, I'm just in a place of 
of gratitude. And I hope so much that people see this movie not just because of her films, but because of who she was. And also, surviving grief is horrible. It's It sucks in every way, you know? And so to watch this film and listen to all of us share how we got through it and what it felt like and stuff, I think, you know, that's just a real part of the human condition. Uh, this question is really for both of you, but maybe Laurent, you'd like to to take this first. What what are you hoping that the lasting impact from this uh, from this project is? Where do you hope this goes? Well, you know, for me, the discovery was going into it. Oh, I'm telling the story of Hollywood. I'm telling the story of an icon. And very quickly, I realized I was telling the universal story of a family. So, what I want for this film is to be embraced by people who may not know who Natalie Wood is, who may have had loss of their own and will find great solace and great inspiration in the courage of the people who talk in this film about loss. I want it to be for young uh, aspiring actors who will see the tenacity of Natalie Wood, what she accomplished, and how she managed to live through, you know, highs and lows. So I'm hoping it is going to transcend just the fan base of people who grew up with Natalie, who are of a certain generation, and that it transcends that to people who don't necessarily want to hear about the film business, but hear about life. I identified with her journey, and I'm not an actor. And um, I hope that it does, you know, bridge that gap for a lot of people. Natasha, did you want to... Uh, to well, uh, for me, I have a child now. My daughter is seven. And um, I don't want my daughter to have to go through the noise that I've had to deal with. Um, so I'd like this film to be the definitive film on my mother. I would like the noise to diffuse. And for what remains behind to be the great life that my mom lived, the everything that she championed, and... That the conversation around her is about her life and her work, not about her death. Natasha Laurent, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a, it was a real pleasure. This has been the Cinematography Podcast, presented by Hot Rod Cameras. Find your next camera, lens, or accessory on the web at hotrodcameras.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes and connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening.